Thank you to our musicians for that beautiful music. We will continue on the first page of our bulletin where we will be singing O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, verses one, two, and three, and I will share those on my screen. continue together again in our bulletin on page three. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And blessed be God's kingdom now and forever. Amen. Amen. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. And I believe the Silvers family is going to help us pray. Yes! <laughs> Today we light the candle of hope, the candle of peace. peace and the candle of Jesus. joy. Joy. God. God, we thank you for the gift of joy. Help 
us to share it, it, it with one another. We wait for Jesus with hope, hope, peace, peace, and joy. I want to read it. Why did I decide to read if I said no? I don't want to. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God. God be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Stir up your power, O Lord, and with great might come again to us. And because we are sorely hindered by our sins, let your bountiful grace and mercy speedily help and deliver us through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit, we honor and glory now and forever. Amen. Amen. A reading from the prophet Isaiah. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me to bring good news to the oppressed, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and to release the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to provide for those who mourn in Zion, to give them a garland instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of a faint spirit. They will be called the oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, to display his glory. They shall build up the ancient ruins. They shall raise up the former devastations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the devastation of many generations. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. I will faithfully give them their recompense, and I will make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants shall be known among the nations and their offspring among the peoples. All who see them shall acknowledge that they are a people whom the Lord has blessed. I will rejoice greatly in the Lord. My whole being shall, be, shall exult in my God, for he has clothed, clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with a robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decks himself with a garland, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth brings forth its shoots, as a garden causes what is sown to in it to spring up, 
so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring up before all nations. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Gene, you're on mute still. Gene, could you unmute? <clears throat> Sorry about that. Psalm 126. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, then were we like those who dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with shouts of joy. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us, and we are glad indeed. Restore our fortunes, O Lord, like the watercourses of the Negev. Those who sowed with tears will reap with songs of joy. Those who go out weeping, carrying the seed, will come again with joy, shouldering their sheaves. A reading from the first book of Thessalonians. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit, do not despise the words of prophets, but test everything. Hold fast to what is good, abstain from every form of evil. May the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely, and may your spirit and soul and body be kept sound and blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will do this. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We continue together on page six of our bulletin with the gospel acclamation, which I will share with you all. of our Savior Jesus Christ, according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. 
He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. This is the testimony given by John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, who are you? He confessed and did not deny it, but confessed, I am not the Messiah. And they asked him, what then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, no. Then they said to him, who are you? Let us have an answer for those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord. As the prophet Isaiah said, now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, why then are you baptizing if you are neither the Messiah nor Elijah nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water. Among you stands one whom you do not know, the one who is coming after me. I'm not worthy to untie the thong of his sandal. This took place in Bethany, across Jordan, where John was baptizing. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. I may regret saying this, which of course is a great way to start a sermon, but I may regret saying that I've always struggled to have a good pattern of my prayer life. Now, I don't want you all to be shocked to hear that. Maybe you are that your priest is imperfect in prayer, though if you know me really, this should not shock you. But to find a rhythm that matched onto the imagery I've had of prayer in my life has always been difficult. Prayer in our movies and shows and advertising and the imagery put forward is often us sitting at the edge of a bed at night and saying our prayers. Nothing wrong with that. It's actually how I learned to pray. I learned to pray of, on the top bunk of my bunk bed, saying the Lord's Prayer with my mother before I went to sleep, and sometimes the prayer to Blessed Mother Mary as well. We were Catholic then. But growing up, if I wasn't praying with my mother, I struggled to find out how I, as an individual, prayed. Because my prayer life, especially as I've gotten older, looked less and less and less like sitting on the edge of my bed and saying prayers at night, and more of a constant stream of consciousness with God, laying it all out unfiltered. I smiled when I read our second lesson or our third lesson today from 1 Thessalonians. We hear from Paul's letter to the Thessalonians, rejoice always, pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise the words of the prophets, but test everything. Hold fast to what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. That idea of praying without ceasing captures my imagination because it feels so much more like how I am in conversation with God than the image of prayer I had as a young child, which is what I thought conversations with God should look like. 
What is it to pray without ceasing? What is it to stay in constant conversation with God for better or for worse? For me to sit on the edge of my bed and pray can sometimes feel stilted or contrived, too polished. I am not always that polished, and my relationship with God is certainly unpolished. My relationship with God, when it's at its best, is a relationship born of vulnerability, of wholeheartedness, and of being my whole self. The good, the bad, the ugly, the weak and the strong. And when I feel most connected with God, when my prayers feel the most honest, it's when I bring all of myself and who I am to that relationship. That, I believe, is the heart of prayer, being our whole selves with God. We're not cultivating the best version of ourselves, the most proper, the most Christian, the most religious. It's not when we pray for the right things to pray for, but when we bring our God-made self before God's feet and say, this is who I am, this is what is on my heart, and when we can receive that love of God with all of who we are. I often find poetry to be a language of prayer and many poets have spoken of it as such. While my mother taught me to pray, my father taught me to appreciate poetry. Our house was filled with poetry. It was one of his passions. And so I found the language of poets through the ages, speaking explicitly and implicitly about some power other than ourselves. And what's fascinating about poetry is how vulnerable it can be, how it brings the whole complicated self to the page. In thinking of this relationship of prayer, I came across a poem by Joy Harjo. She's our current poet laureate for the United States, the first indigenous poet laureate for the United States since we began having poet laureates, I believe in the 1930s. Her poem is called Eagle Poem and I'll read just the beginning of it. To pray you open your whole self, to sky, to earth, to sun, to moon, to one whole voice that is you. And know there is more that you can't see, can't hear, can't know except in moments steadily growing and in languages that aren't always sound, but other circles of motion. to pray you open your whole self. That, to me, <laughs> is the depth of my honest prayers, to be my whole self with God. If we can take that belief, that imagery of what it is to pray, back to what Paul is saying to the Thessalonians, we have a challenge laid before us. Paul says, pray without ceasing. 
pray without ceasing. Now that could look like someone with their head bowed, hands clasped and praying to God constantly. But what if our whole life is prayer? The thoughts running through our heads, our actions, our questions, if our whole lives are conversations with God. And at their best, if our prayers are being our whole selves, what does it look like to be our whole selves without ceasing? This is the heart, one of the many hearts of Christianity, to find the way to be our whole selves without ceasing. Listen again to the words of the poet. To pray, you open your whole self to sky, to earth, to sun, to moon, to one whole voice that is you. To pray is to be vulnerable. To pray is to be in touch with who we are as God's created people and to give our whole selves over to God. Yes, we pray in corporate and formal settings. We recite the words of the prayers of the people. We pray and petition as been, has been laid out in the prayer book. But it is not just those finely tuned words that are prayer. It is our whole self. And we are best in conversation with God when we can be our whole and true and vulnerable selves before the Lord our God. It is easier said than done. It is such a challenge to be our authentic selves, to be who we truly are, to put forward all of ourselves rather than just that which feels bright and shiny and worthy of God. There is no part of ourselves that is unworthy. There is no part of ourselves that is not created by the divine. To live our lives as praying without ceasing is to be our most authentic selves as much of the time as we can. I don't have to tell you for you to know that that is not something easily accomplished, but a lifelong journey to find our authentic selves, to love our authentic selves as much as God loves us. So often our prayers towards God, our petitions for interventions, for love, for forgiveness, for comfort, and God, in God's unceasing love, is already sharing all of that with us. But perhaps in our prayers, we are seeking that language so that we may love and forgive and cherish ourselves as much as God loves and cherishes us as God's children. First Thessalonians has been with me all week. 
in ways that I usually don't connect to Paul's letters. But this text keeps sitting on my heart. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing, ceasing give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench spirit. First Thessalonians is considered to be probably the oldest Christian text that we have, written maybe in 48 or 50. And the instructions it gives us are so simple and so pure. It's not parsing theological law or the concept of the Trinity or understanding the difference between the Jews and the Gentiles is simply telling us to pray, to rejoice and give space for the Holy Spirit. There is no more appropriate language for us to hear on this, the third Sunday of Advent, as we light the pink candle of joy. The Sunday of Advent where joy breaks through despite whatever state we find ourselves in, of waiting, of uncertainty, of despair. Rejoice. Rejoice in who you are as you pray without ceasing, as you compassionately bring your whole self to God. Rejoice because you are a child of God, beloved and divinely made. Rejoice because the forgiveness, the compassion, the comfort, the companionship that we seek from God is already there, waiting for us to accept it. Rejoice because despite all that we hope for, there is so much we already have. We pray without ceasing in this season. We pray without ceasing through our lives. For God is there hearing our petitions, our prayers, our thanksgivings and gladness, our hopes and our fears. And God is loving our whole selves. John the Baptist once again in our gospel calls us and points us to the one who is to come the embodiment of this love and acceptance, this compassion and grace. May we continue to prepare ourselves, our whole selves, our God-made selves, for the one who is to come with rejoicing, with prayer, and with the companionship of our community. For the spirit unquenched moves through us and through this time and this place so that we may know the gift that is to be in relationship with God. Amen. We continue together on page eight of our bulletin, professing our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. 
We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. And virtually we share with each other the peace of the Lord be always with you. And also with you. At this time, we will share in listening to the offertory from our musicians as a reminder, all that we're able to do and continue to do in this time is sustained through your gifts and information on how to give to Emmanuel through text to give in our virtual offering plate is in your bulletin, or of course you can give on our website as well.
great mystery we call God. We pray for all people who comprise the many versions of your church. May we all honor you and each other in our diversity. Give us the vision, courage, and wisdom to serve you and all our relatives, the elements of water and earth, the plants and the animals, and all human beings. Give our voice of you beyond our words. We pray for all clergy and laity who seek and serve you. May our true leadership be the Holy Spirit. We pray for the leaders of tribes, people, and nations. Let justice roll down like the waters of the great rivers. Empower us to love our neighbors across this turtle island we call Earth. May our giving be greater than our use. Bless all whose lives are closely linked with ours. Help us rejoice with those we mark this week with their birthdays. Frank Schantz, Linda Wiley, Mark Williams, Bessie Eason, Josh Crumrine, and Jane Morton. Grant that we may serve Christ in them and love one another as he loves us. Enable us with compassion to stand in and with the pain and suffering in the world, especially in our own community, Jim Cameron, Jupe Compton, Niall Clark, Glenn Crosby, Glorian Crosby, Deanna Glenn, Diane Goodman, Mark Hall, Lorna Hamrell, Bob Hayward, Hannah Hooper, Rosemary Howell, Paul Eiley, Peter Mockenheimer, Claire Parkinson, Pam Rhodes, Karen Rowley, Ron Smith, Vicki Smith, Don Snow, Crystal Stiles, William Victory, Vivian, Julie Wiegand, Peter Wiley, and added today, Sam Bogar and Timothy Rappa, both uh, suffering from COVID-19. May healing hearts and words connect to those in need. We commend to your mercy all who have died especially in our community, Karen Blankenship added this week, and Lillian Snow. And we remember the nearly 300,000 COVID-19 deaths in the United States, including 900 of our neighbors in King County. We pray that your will for them may be fulfilled. We pray that we may share with all your saints in your internal kingdom. We thank you for the helpful examples 
known and unknown to us who have shaped the road which we walk. Enlighten our own awareness of our visibility to others and make us increasingly mindful of the impact of our choices on others and the generations to come. Let us pray for our own needs and those of others. We pray for the soul of Russ Hale Sr. and those who mourn. Prayers for our MIYFS counselors. God give them strength in their work. And we pray for strength for all in nursing and retirement homes, living in isolation for so long and for our young people, unable to be with their peers. God in your mercy, hear our prayer. Hear our prayer. We lift up any other prayers spoken aloud or those that are on your hearts or minds or shared in the chat that God may be with you in your prayers and needs. Let us pray. God, you hear our prayers known and unknown, spoken and unspoken. May the grace of your Holy Spirit Gather up these concerns and thanksgivings and be held in your tender grace. All this we pray through your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, as our Lord Jesus has taught us, we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. I know we have at least two birthdays this week that are on here, Betsy Eason and Jane Morton. Happy birthday to you all. Are there any other birthdays or anniversaries present that we need to celebrate? You can unmute and shout out, or you can call out someone else. Linda Wiley. Linda Wiley. Yes. Linda Wiley. Happy birthday. Go. Anyone else want to call someone else out? I just <laughs> want to say well. it's very nice, but it's not my birthday this week. Next August would be nice. Oh, <laughs> I thought That's I heard you error. in the prayers. I'm <laughs> I, well, you know what? We pray for all sorts of things. Yeah. All right. Well, we unless there's any others you want to shout out, we will gather together in the I birthday. I think that Mark Williams was listed as well. Mark Williams. Mark Williams, happy birthday. All right. Well, let's gather together and join in the birthday anniversary and general Thanksgiving. Let us pray. Watch over your children, O Lord, as their days increase. Bless and guide them wherever they may be. Strengthen them when they stand. Comfort them when discouraged or sorrowful. Raise them up if they fall. And in their hearts may your peace, which passes all understanding, abide all the days of their lives through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And for when we are unable to receive communion together, let us pray together. God of infinite mercy, we thank you for Jesus, our Savior, our true mother, who feeds us and gives us eternal life. Though we cannot consume these gifts of bread and wine, 
We thank you that we have received the sacrament of Christ's presence, the forgiveness of sins, and all other benefits of Christ's passion. Grant that we may continue forever in the risen life of our Savior, who with you in the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God, now and forever. Amen. And for our final blessing. May God's boundless love pour over you. May Christ's companionship journey with you. May the Spirit's outpouring envelop you. And may the blessing of the three in one be with you and us this season, breaking joy through despair, breaking hope through uncertainty as we await the birth of the Christ child. Amen. Together we will join in our closing hymn, which I will share on our screen. The angel Gabriel from heaven came. Let us go forth rejoicing in the power of the Spirit. Alleluia, alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. And now for our postlude. 